show. Hold on, let me unmute Super Sam Brady over there. What's everybody doing this evening? How are you? It's Quimby all the way from South America. Yes, I got home and then I had to leave again right away, but uh, we'll we'll answer all those questions a little bit later. Had to. Uh, well, had to. Had to. Uh, remember, the Right on Cue show, same premise as all of our shows before, except anytime you want to pop on to the show with us, Sam, do me a favor and punch out that uh, that link to everybody. Yep. Jeff Quinn, what's up, brother? I hope uh, do me a favor and, and, and tell our man, uh, our man Brian, uh, happy fiftieth. I hope you, uh, uh, I hope you had uh, a good time in Vegas there. So the Right on Q Show brought to you by our good friends at Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer, Michelob Ultra, Stateside Vodka, and Stateside Bourbon Diaz. Dave Bavuso, State Farm Agency, Greater Philadelphia Health Action, Bucks County Baseball Company. MCS Residential and MCS Custom Cabinetry, and of course, a couple new sponsors, the Ludlam Hotel, formerly La Costa in Sea Isle City. Check them out at Ludlam Hotel, L-U-D-L-A-M Hotel.com. That's at 4000 Landis Avenue in Sea Isle City. And of course, Premier Window Cleaning, uh, the newest sponsor. They have clients like Lincoln Financial, uh, CHOP, uh, uh, University of Pennsylvania, we're talking a, a massive client list, everything from commercial to residential window cleaning. Make sure you check them out. Uh, we hate dirty windows.com. Can you hear me? All right, Sam, everything good. Yeah, you sound great. All right. Excellent. All I wanted to do was sound great today. Um, so let's uh, give a, a reminder to everybody on the 12th, May 12th. Is it May 12th? May 12th. Uh, is no May 14th. Sorry, May 14th. Yeah, May 14th. I've been saying May 12th. I have it written down as I don't know what the hell I was looking at. May 4. No, that's April. Yeah, May 14th. I got this. Go to ballparkfestival.com, purchase your tickets for the All Star Craft Beer, Wine, and Music Festival at Citizens Bank Park. We will be broadcasting live there from. Are we doing one to three or three to five? I can't You're, remember what. I, listen, I, I didn't I didn't know if I was even invited to this. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think we're doing one to three. So our normal Saturday time, we will actually be live from Citizens Bank Park with, of course, uh, normal cast of characters slash Super Sam Brady, Sackmaster, Shut Up Diaz, and, uh, of course, Irving Fryer will be joining us uh, as well. Hall of Fame should be receiver Irving Fryer, but we will get to more of that in a little bit. I want to thank the federal judge in Florida for telling the CDC to go fuck themselves. Yes, thanks for the bleep out on that one. So no more mask. And I, I really do enjoy my Looney Tunes mask because it pisses off super racists. And uh, But this thing is, <laughs> bye, see ya, no mas. No more. No more. I may uh, still wear my Darth Vader one once in a while just for kicks, but. I wear it to like little kids parties, you know, <laughs> or, or someplace you're not supposed to like church. Right, 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 right. Let's go to, just go to some random Catholic church for. Uh, my church would be down with that. They'd be, they'd like it. So. <laughs> kind of like the church of the Fonz on family guy. Yeah. But, uh, so. We got three topics tonight, everybody, and we're going to get in and out of this show pretty quick. Uh, Adam Gilmore is going to, the unhappy Gilmore is going to be joining us as well in a little bit. Uh, we're going to go over the draft again, but 
we're going to talk about every potential draft candidate that the Eagles could be looking at right now. And simply put, you know, we're, we're, we might even discuss a little, we might be a little bit uh, uh, repetitive, but that's simply because some of these things are worth noting. And I don't see the Eagles veering too far from what they normally try to accomplish, which we know is uh, uh, trenches or wide receiver. That's your first round. What's up, Keenan? Good to see you, brother. Quinn, uh, we're playing golf next week, right? Uh, He he can't hear you anymore because he's on Facebook and we're already kicked off of that. Did we get kicked off of Facebook? Yep. Um, What, for that song? I guess. Fucking Facebook is a joke. Um, I don't know why people just don't go and listen to us on YouTube right away. But uh, so basically what what we're going to look at here is a system that's designed an Eagles system that's designed draft order based on positions of importance. And when the Eagles are not searching for a quarterback, we know that is number one. All right. Their first and foremost priority is to get that franchise quarterback to Chucky seven point. Who is that? Who is Chucky seven point? I want to know. Uh, So their first round is generally reserved for a quarterback if they're looking for one. If not, it's defensive line or wide receiver position of most concern. Then when you get into the second round, then you start looking at running backs and, uh, and the secondary. And then third round on is your linebackers and flyers. Uh, Oh, Chuck Bulger. What's up, bro? Good, good. All right, now the room's starting to build back up again. Don't go to Facebook anymore, everybody. Don't go to Facebook. I'm just they they don't like the music that we play, even though we're under the umbrella here. Fox Sports Radio, Philadelphia family, Green Legion Radio family, right on Q Show. Can't go wrong with it. We're under the umbrella of iHeart Radio, and we still get screamed at whenever we play a song on a. It's probably because they don't like you. It, it it's because they don't like me. I'm fine with that, but. So now, since the Eagles are not going to be drafting a quarterback, we know this for fact, there's not enough talent and they don't have the positions they want in the first round to try to go after somebody that's going to make any impact whatsoever. They're sticking with Jalen Hurts. We know this. Fine. Perfect. So what does that leave us? That leaves us offense, defensive line, and wide receiver. And – I think that's where you're, you're you're going regardless. We've got a couple other names that are coming up on the board now. A couple other trade possibilities. I still love the possibility of bringing the unhappy Gilmore to the show. What's up, Adam? How are you, sir? I'm wonderful. How about y'all? It's, it, it, it's good to see you. Very. Oh, uh, I would have worn my Green Legion t-shirt if I would have known we were doing that today. Well, everybody has their Green Legion t-shirt on today. <laughs> but uh simply put I, I don't there could be a position here and, and look we talked about Kyle Hamilton already but I I didn't know enough about him and I really tried to dive into his career at Notre Dame this week and 
I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I, I kind of really, his stock is moving up with me big time. Uh, it is, it's almost to the point where if he's not sitting there at, at, uh, at 15 or 18, right. Those are our picks 15 and 18. Yeah. Uh, if he's not sitting there at 15, I, I don't know how you don't take this kid, but let's, let's, let's go, let's go in. Let's just, just get it started. Anyway, you guys, we appreciate you joining in. This is the right on Q show. I'm your host, Quimby, my co-host, super Sam Brady and Mr. Unhappy Gilmore, Adam Gilmore, who will be starting the unhappy Gilmore show next Wednesday. That is down dirty done. That is the 27th, I believe. Right. Sounds yeah. correct. Yeah, it's the, the draft is the 28th, and that's Thursday. So I'm sure he's going to have all kinds of stuff to talk about. I'm interested to see. I don't I don't foresee the Eagles making any moves until draft day at this at this point. Adam, what do you think? I think you're probably right. Save the drama for Thursday night and uh and see what see where the trips fall. Maybe have to look at the first few picks that come off the board, see where the, see where everybody else goes. It, well, let's let's talk about – all right, let's just talk about players. I'm going to go through my whole notes. All right, here, under, understand and, and, and accept this. When it comes to NFL draft time, all right, everybody is a blazing freaking moron, okay? Nobody knows what the hell is going to take place. With the exception of your top three or four picks, which – you know, somebody trading up for a quarterback uh, or massive position of need and somebody who is just clearly uh, better at every position, uh, better at that position than anybody else in college. It, you know, but once you get past pick three or four, it, 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 it doesn't, it never, never goes down the way you think it's going to be. Have you ever, have you ever filled out a draft sheet? I think every time I filled out a draft sheet, even if I was just copying from McShay or Kuiper or one of those freaking morons, uh, I think I might have hit five or six picks out of 32 actual picks that hit where you thought they were going to go. The player that team, your your team thought, or the, the team in that order was actually going to pick might have happened five or six times, five or six times in one draft. And that's the most, but and I'm an idiot, just like the rest of them, when it comes to this draft. You know, we are making projections. We are making assumptions. We are literally making a wish list. You're we, making it making up. A, and it changes every day. Nothing's changing for me with Jordan Davis. No, okay. No. You, you've completely sold me on that guy. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. He and is I'm a gen- all in. He's a generational player that covers two, two extremely difficult characteristics to find in one one human being if you have a a beast of a run stopper that can get to the quarterback at the same time and commands a double team all at the same time who was that gigantic mountain that the packers had for 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 a while that nose guard that oh god what what the hell was his name but it's that type of that type of scenario right like it's just he's just beef up there beef. that you have to account for with more than one person. Now we also have to assume 
all right, that he's not going to be there at 15. All right. So the Eagles are going to have to use some draft capital to move up. They also have to weigh this position out. I think Jordan Davis is slotted to go nine or 10. That's kind of where most boards are, 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 are picking him. If, you know, the difference between the ninth and the 10th round pick is a difference between a third and a fourth round pick. When you have to add that with your first round to jump up those spots. Now it's only five, but you're also saying, you know exactly who I'm looking for yeah. and I want this guy. And do you even give that up? I mean, it's, it's, it's a difficult scenario. If I'm the Eagles, again, you love taking defensive linemen with your first pick. And you have two position players that he fills that are going to be free agents next year. You have to, you have to identify this as probably your biggest position of need outside of wide receiver. However, there's going to be plenty of other wide receivers that you could pick after him that could be just as effective as one that you might take at that spot. Now let's, 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 let's talk about that. So fact is somebody throws a crazy Ivan in the first five picks. We all know this. All right. If you've ever watched red October, you know what a crazy Ivan is. <laughs> it's a weird move that nobody understands. All right. And the funny part is this year, the, the weird pick might be somebody taking a quarterback. I, right. That's what makes as strange as that sounds, you wouldn't think it would be weird, but this year with the with the weak crop of QBs, that could be the strange one. I agree. Uh, once that crazy Ivan takes place, the butterfly effect is hysterical, and it is worse than a bad Abercrombie and Fitch movie model. <laughs> uh, it, it it is a train wreck, but you can't stop watching it. You, you can't stop watching. It. You can't. You cannot. It's it's a it's a burning, it's a burning building. It that's right. what it is. It, I it, can't it, unsee it, this. I can't not see this. So if Jordan Davis is taken before the top nine. And everything that we've been talking about so far in the last couple of weeks kind of goes with the yeah. exception of Carl Aftis or Kyle Hamilton, but or the, the only receiver. thing, the only Jameson Williams, we're going to talk about that too. I, well, let, let's get into that right now. And I want to get into my notes here. Uh, the only thing that I think we can predict <laughs> yes, Jay. <laughs> Ultimately, my biggest fear is losing my tan. Uh, <laughs> the only thing that I can predict with some degree of certainty is that the Eagles are predictable. All right. If you think they're going to take a linebacker with one of these first two picks and yeah. you, you have some players out there. All right. Uh, we're going to talk about that in a heartbeat. But if you think they're going with a linebacker with one of these first two picks, it's not going to happen. Uh, there's position players uh, uh, like Lloyd out of Utah or, uh, or uh, Dean out of, uh, out of Georgia. They'll both, they're both missiles. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll fit well in this scheme, but they're undersized. These are again, you know, Lloyd out of, uh, you know, the Utes. Here's a guy that 
converted from safety. I don't want any more fucking linebackers that converted from safety. No, I want that works in college. That, it that doesn't works work in, in the pros. It doesn't work in the pros. You got to have somebody bigger than that. So, and also, in all fairness, there's value in rounds two and three for linebackers this year. We talked about it last week with your third uh, uh, linebacker that's been running under the, the radar out of Georgia. Uh, too much oh, Johnny yeah. Walker last night. But uh, <laughs> the Eagles are drafting Lyman in the first round, and, and, and I don't think that's going to change. Lyman or receivers? Lyman, receiver, rinse, repeat. Interesting stat. Ready for this one? This ought to chap your ass as an Eagles fan. <laughs> if the Eagles draft a receiver in the first round this year, they will be the only team to draft three receivers in the first round in consecutive years in over 30 years. See Is how it that they... long? When was when did Detroit fuck that up? Detroit didn't fuck that up. You had – I, I still – there, there's stuff I, I, I can't remember, but it was 2002 to 2004. Uh, they drafted Roy Williams in that draft, uh, but they their first round pick was in 2002 was Joey Harrington, quarterback. <laughs> so uh, I forget who else they took. Uh, who they took in 2003? I know they took Roy Williams in 2004, and you know, obviously, great pick. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, so it, it goes before that. Somebody was trying to sell that to me, uh, 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 the, that Detroit did it between 2002 and 2004, but that's not the case. Uh, I thought they went three straight years with wide receiver. They, in the they, first they, they, they did. It was they Well, did. 2000, 2002 to 2004 was uh, – hold on. Well, we could look at this. That's the best part. I thought they did. It might be – I might be fucked up. No, it's okay. First round picks. Let's look. All right, here we go. List of Detroit Lions first-round picks. Uh, just in case everybody didn't remember, Sid Wagner was chosen in 1936. Uh, <laughs> so here we go. Uh, 2002, out of Oregon, quarterback Joey Harrington. Ball. Charles Rogers out of Michigan State was their 2003 first-round pick. Uh, Roy Williams in 2004. Oh, it's 2003 to 2005. That's what it is. Yep. Okay. Yeah. 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 It was Charles okay. Rogers, Roy Williams, and, and Mike Williams. And, and Mike Williams. That's it. Yeah. So 20 years. 20 years since a team has been as bad drafting as the Detroit Lions. That powerhouse in the NFL. Yeah, that's not a conversation Lions. you want to find yourself in. You, you don't you don't want to be circled in that 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 plot. All no. right. So uh, let's talk about, right now, players out there that can help this team and could be available. Let's not talk about trade-ups right now. Let's talk about what's going to be sitting there at 15 and 18 when the Eagles are on the board if they decide not to move up. All right? Uh, fact here again, if the Eagles address with the best player available at that position – at positions of need, if they don't throw a crazy Ivan in here, they can't really screw up day one. They really can't. Uh, I know. How can you even say that? Come on, Sam. <laughs> I know, but uh, I you have to believe... try to screw this up. Uh, you, you, really, you really do. You have to put in effort to fuck it up. 
I don't think you're going to go offensive line this this draft. All right, you might do it later, some of the later rounds, yeah, but not, not 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 one through three. All right, you start drafting offensive linemen in the fourth, and uh, and, and you can find quality, serviceable, excellent. You're pretty you're pretty deep. I get it. You know, Lane Johnson, you're you're not overly excited about because he's aging. Jason Kelsey, this is going to be his last year. Everybody wonders who's going to be our next center. Uh, Landon Dickerson is your next center. Okay. But Lane Johnson's not retiring next year, and he's not going to be your backup right tackle next year. So you are going to have Jordan Maialata, Landon Dickerson, and Lane Johnson. All right. As three of your five offensive linemen, they re-signed Nate Herbig. All right. We love the young kids. Jack Driscoll, even though he's got short, stubby fingers. Uh, but all right, right there, you know, you're looking at it. That's your starting offensive line. You don't need to address it right now. You have to start thinking about addressing it. But it's not a position of urgency. It's a position of what? Because they feel as though they need to bolster the trenches every time. But I think this one sits until the later rounds. All right. So what do they need? They need a receiver. Defense. Yeah, well, yeah. Fucking receiver. They need a big body well, they receiver. Need, they need a big body receiver. That's Thank you, Adam. And that is why the Jamison Williams conversation stops. It has to. You can't just keep drafting these little scat wide receivers. You need someone that can go throw a cornerback around and go up and make a grab out muscle for the ball. That type of guy. We don't have it. You don't have that at all. Okay. In any way, shape or form. And, you know, let's be honest. Devontae Smith isn't hitting 168. All right. No. He does not weigh any more than that. If you draft another guy whose player weight is 189, that means he's 179. Okay? Which is why I don't about, want the Olave pick either. No, I don't want Chris Olave either. I think he's, just, I think he's, he's a, a good kid and he's going to be a good wide receiver, but he's too small. We need a big guy. So here we are back to the awful equation, and we're going to talk about this cat real quick, and then we're going to take a quick break and come back and talk more. But – Ah, uh, Drake London, Drake London, Drake London, six and five to ten. <laughs> you, you, that's a big, a big boy. boy. <laughs> it's a big boy, and he can play. The only problem, the only problem, USC. we all know. We don't. Well, it's not USC. The right? the, the pack. It's yeah. the pack. Yeah. yeah. Now, once again, USC is the only program. Holding that entire conference together. If I was USC, I would leave that conference in two freaking seconds and say, "Hi, we're up for bid. We're up for bid." Huh? I, Chuck, mean, it, I, I I get it, but <laughs> are you kidding me? Are 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 you going to give up? All right, so Drake London back in two seconds. Uh, Chuck is concerned about. Uh, better Davis, in, Jordan a Davis in, a, in a in a three four uh, as, as opposed to a four three. Okay. I mean, I so, get it. it so, no, 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 no. I want, I want, I want to, I want to, I want to defuse that argument right here, right now. All right. So what you're telling me 
is that a guy who you're going to stick one guy, one big, thick mother in the middle, all right, to control the line of scrimmage and the middle of the line of scrimmage. One guy, one guy. And his responsibility will be the one guy, every down, every play, almost, okay? And he wouldn't excel with another person next to him helping him? Give me, I, I, mean, I, I, I hate to – look, here's the deal. Even Fletcher Cox on just the one-year deal lined up next to him. That's a lot of meat in the middle of that fucking line, dude. Here's the deal, okay? Let's let, – oh, you – Hold on, we'll get to Rob in a heartbeat. <laughs> After I go down to the bar and do a shot and come back up. But fact is, transitioning from a 3-4 line, a uh, 3-4 nose tackle to a 4-3 is no issue whatsoever. Transferring from a 4-3 to a 3-4, well, now you just had all the responsibilities laid on your shoulders as far as stopping the run goes and plugging up the middle of that field. I think... I could give less a shit about whether or not Jordan Davis likes a 3-4 or a 4-3 or what he's better suited in. Either way, if Gannon or a defensive coordinator came in here and wanted to run a 3-4, which we can do now with the addition of Hassan Reddick, okay? That's a possibility. But if he's got a little bit more help, could you imagine? All right, Chuck, just for a second. Jordan Davis is going to command a double team. He's going to immediately step on the field in the NFL and command a double team. And Fletcher Cox, who wants to do nothing except get to the quarterback, the hell, that will make life easier for him. Oh, for sure. The entire defensive line gets better with an impact player. This defensive line would become out of their minds better with somebody of that caliber plugging up the middle. You can't go anywhere. You can't defend him. There is nothing not with one do. guy. Not with one it's guy. Too, it's two bucks. It's, it's two, two guys. It's yeah. two guys. Which means yeah, your tight end is never going to get out in the flat. All right. He's never going to have the opportunity because he's going to have to cup. And he's going to have to chop. He's going to have to stay back to your running back. Your running back is going to miss so many, so many blitz blocks. It's not even funny. Well, right? now you there, can't run up the gun. You can, there is nothing you can do. You, you can't have, come up the middle. You can't. You have to go to the outside. Who's the only person talking sense here? <laughs> All right, let's uh, the Rob V show. Rob, uh, make sure you check Rob V's shows out right after this. You guys, he's on at seven o'clock. Let's be the Lions. We need a middle linebacker, cornerback, DN, and a safety. We don't have a quarterback. Doesn't matter who the wide receivers are. Well, we're going to get to that in a second. Rob, why don't you come in and uh, and join us? We're going to take a quick break here on the Right on Q Show, part of the Green Legion Radio family and Fox Sports Radio family here in Philadelphia. Everybody, we will be back right after this unmuted again you jerk all right you guys welcome back <laughs> ashley Natalia, the 305 sports babe everybody check out her <laughs> podcast 
305 Sports Babe. Let me make sure I'm doing all this right. Give me just a second. Rob, you got a lot of background noise. Knock it off. All right. 305 Sports Babe. Yep, that's it. That's where you can find her on uh, on YouTube. Uh, make sure you check her out. She is a blast and a good friend of the program. And keeping Lewis in, in, in check. So, uh, uh, Ashley, if you got anything you want to say, spit it out before you guys go to game two and, and win that one. But you know, you guys know we're going to wind up beating you. We're, 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 we're going to get there. We're going to see what happens. I'm interested to see what uh, – what the Sixers defense looks like without Dybul, uh the next uh, next couple games here, but we'll uh, we'll see. Cautiously optimistic, they look pretty good the last two nights. Anyway, let's get back to the NFL draft. We've got host of the Rob V show with us now as well. Rob, now you can turn your microphone back on. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. That's so what nice you- of you. What are you doing over there? What's what he what, doing? I never know what she's doing. What are you doing? You are you like held up in some brothel somewhere? Where where are you? Like uh, that's what it looks like. Like I saw you motioning someone next to you. Oh, oh God can only imagine who's in the room with you or where you're at. Where, where are you? I'm in Medellin. I wouldn't. Well, then you'd be dead if you were in Medellin. You wouldn't be able to control yourself right now. I know you I'm, way too well. I'm in Medellin. I'm in Medellin. As a weekly really? occurrence, Sam once again needs oxygen. So we I mean, hope if you're looking for a sponsor of this show, find a good lawyer so in case Quimby gets into trouble down there in Medellin. <laughs> <laughs> so I can only imagine what he's doing in Medellin. Everyone let your imagination run wild. Nah, it's just it's it's not multiple, it's just one. Okay. So good for you. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, I'm in Medellin. Uh I don't I don't care if anybody knows, I really don't. Care. That doesn't uh, surprise me at all. But uh, uh, let's get back to Drake London. Uh, Rob, I know you've been following this pretty heavy. So Adam and I and Sam have been talking about. Uh, anyway, the Right on Q show back here on Green Legion Radio, part of Fox Sports Radio family in Philadelphia, brought to you by our friends at MCS Residential and MCS Custom Cabinetry for all of your residential contracting needs. Please contact them at 484 202 3656. That's 484-202-3656. Or check them out on the web at mcsinc-pa.com. So, Rob, we've been talking about Drake London extensively over the last couple of weeks. What do you feel about him, even though he's a Pac-12 guy and that usually leaves a pretty nasty taste in people's mouth? I stay away, I stay away from that conference altogether. Even with you, even with USC, yeah, USC. How many good players have come out of there in the last 20, 15 years? That's a good question. Not many. Just, just putting that out there. Well, hopefully Drake London. I. All right. Well then, let's let's let. This has already been discussed, but so, Jamison Williams. I'm sorry. Like I said, and Adam uh, brought this up even before, so I'm agreeing with him. Not a fan of 189 pounds on paper when you have a 165-pound receiver on the other side. And Quez Watkins, what, 172? Yeah. Like, you know, we're not we're not talking about. The Rockers had a heavier combined weight. <laughs> Ron Michaels and good old Marty Jannetty. Marty I, Jannetty. I like right. the uh, wrestling reference there. Right. I, I don't care about the ACL tear. All right. Everybody, and everybody's on Jamison Williams' junk right now. 
and I, I, I get it, you know, it, there, there you go, okay? How about that for an, a, a vicious dichotomy? All right, let's talk about that right now. You have an undersized receiver coming out of the pedigree program or a big receiver coming out of the Pac-12. Both are supposed to be just as talented as the other. Do you just continue to say no good players are going to come out of the Pac-12? Or I'm not, I'm not are you sure going to say you know they're going to want to take a receiver, right? Which is no, it's just what we do. So yeah, again, we'll be the Lions. It'll be great. <laughs> so so again, like the the best player available at your position of need. If you you know if wide receivers in need, the little fucker wide receiver is not a position of need. The big guy's the need, right? So if you're going to take the receiver. London's the one that makes more sense. Well, we, we know Garrett Wilson's going to be off the board. Uh, yeah, he's not, he's, he would be. I mean, yeah, but no, he won't be. He's top 10. He's not. Yeah. But is there a possibility? Is there a possibility that the Eagles are so desperate to, to finally trade fill up? this void to trade up for Garrett Wilson? Now, to me, that would fuck up day one. My personal right. opinion. And like we talked about before, you had to try to screw up day one. To me, that's making a massive attempt to be like the Olympic caliber ass hat. Like, dude, if we're gonna trade up, it's it, it's to take a guy like Jordan Davis, not the wide receiver. Rob, in my how, opinion, how come no one's mentioning Nakobe Dean? That should be the number one pick on the Eagles' mind. That's the guy you because go because he's after. another because he's another. I, I mean, I get it, Georgia, you know, best defense in the country, but he's still an undersized linebacker. Did he play in the best conference in America and dominate? He, he, he did. He's a mystic, okay. bro. But here's the deal. I, what actually makes you think? All right. Earlier, when we first discussed this, all right, that I like Michael Scott's line right yeah, here. They need talent, nice period. Right How many guys can you say are core players for the next three to four years? They just need talent. Michael Scott, excellent, excellent point. Fact is, the Eagles, the Eagles don't don't roll any crazy Ivans in their drafts. They might roll crazy Ivans on the player that they think is going to be most effective at that position, but in the first round, they're not going to draft anything other than a defensive lineman, an offensive lineman, or a wide receiver. That's it. That's what they've been doing, and it's now, been doing so well. I, obviously, it doesn't fucking work. We know this, and that's what frustrates all of us. And it's because, do you know why it doesn't work? Do you know why it doesn't work? Because they don't take the best position player at that spot when it's their time to pick. Yeah. They think That's they're the out, fucking they, problem. They think they're outsmarting everybody. Oh, I'm going to take this guy because I know, because I've been sitting in my attic watching fucking film. Get think about this for a second, guys. Think about it. And lady, sorry. Think about <laughs> this. This is a team. This is four years removed from a Super Bowl. Okay? And... Four years removed from a Super Bowl, we are, I mean, we're a playoff team in a bad division. A horrific division. But we we have so many holes to fill. You, A lot of teams will retool. We, we had to start from scratch. And D-line, defensive back, safety, linebacker, receiver, you're going to have a problem. 
Don't be surprised. Do not be surprised. No, 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 no. There's going to be no quarterback taken between rounds one and four. Oh, no, no. I don't want to draft one this year. But, but I guarantee a running back is because this is – guess what? I've seen a lot of mock shit that had us taking that kid out of, um, what is it, Michigan State. Well, we've been talking about one position uh, of need at, with Jordan Davis being able to fill that defensive tackle spot because your two best players in that position are going to be free agents and more than likely aren't coming back. All right. Guess who else is not going to be back next year? Miles Sanders will not be a Philadelphia Eagle next year. He doesn't – He first of all, he's he's not healthy enough for them to pay him the kind of money he's going to want, and he doesn't want to be here anyway. He hates he, Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, he, he's telling you that with everything he's saying without actually saying it. He can't. Oh, he's basically said it. He, he's, he's just not – he doesn't have the – the, I don't think he has a mental capacity to handle Philadelphia. He needs to go somewhere like Indianapolis where they just, it's a fucking love fest all the time. Do you notice, do you notice all of these, you know, need for petting players that we have? Where do they go? <laughs> Wait, where's Big Puddin these days? Yeah, me. Hold on. Oh my god, I can't even remember his name. It's just big pudding sticks in my head. <laughs> Fuck. I still I still love Hollis, man. That's the best nickname anybody oh, ever gave. For sure. anybody, ever. <laughs> ever. Um my god, what the fuck was his name? Andre Dillard. Dude, where is Dillard these days? He's still That's on the I'm, team. I'm looking at I'm looking at it now. He doesn't even pop, he doesn't even pop up on the depth charts. Should be. So wow. He's still he there. Still yeah, he's still here. Yep. They trade him. They're not going to trade him for what? A ham sandwich? <laughs> That's good. You got a ham sandwich. And even good. worse, and even worse, a dry ham sandwich. They won't right. even. They won't even. Yeah, no mustard. Back in a mayo. Right. Uh, all right. So anyway, let's get back to focus here because we're we're off. But I, this team drafts defensive linemen and wide receivers in the first round. That's what they do. Now. You're going to have some players that will fit that that agenda. And that's what's disturbing because you wonder whether or not they're going to pick that position player that's best at that spot. All right. No Chris Olave. Uh, uh, no, uh, no Jamison Williams for me. I'm not going to lie. I like Drake London. I would like it's to see what we're that. looking for. Fits what we need. Right. Yeah. All right. He, you, you cause no matchup problems on offense right now, especially in the red zone as far as receivers go. None whatsoever with undersized receivers. I mean, do you, read you, have. Sh- you read some of the shit with this kid? Jumbo size wide out with rare catch radius and outstanding toughness is lined up outside and in the slot. Doesn't have ideal speed, but he's quick off the line and at the top of the rope. Nuanced route runner. It's impressive to see how quickly he can get in and out of breaks at his size, 6'5", 210. Oh, um, he dominates on 50-50 balls, making spectacular grabs. London understands how to use his big body to shield off defenders before attacking the ball. After the catch, he seeks out contact and fights for extra yards. Plays with an edge as a blocker as well. Overall, some will have concern with his lack of top speed. 
Rob, what do you got? Again, everything you're saying makes it's, it's great. It's fantastic. One slight problem, and I'll keep going back to this. We don't have a quarterback. Get off drafting the offense. Okay, all right, but hold defense. on, hold on. This is a this is a drastic chicken or the egg, uh, uh, chicken or the egg syndrome. All right, a. This is a guy who you're not taking. I don't think you're taking a flyer on him. Now here's a guy. Now here's a guy. All right, <laughs> I don't think you're taking all that Collinsworth bullshit. Yeah, I, I I don't think you're taking a flyer on this guy, and at the same time. Okay, maybe Jalen Hurts can't throw to him. Okay, fine. Somebody will fucking throw to him next year. All right. Well, hey, look, I mean, we, we've talked about this before. Hurts 40 yards up to get it 40 yards downfield. Well, guess what a 6'5 wide receiver does for you when you got to throw it up in the air that much? He can go up and get it, right? Like, you don't, he's not going to, when that safety or whoever comes running under it because it takes forever to get to him, this guy's going to outmuscle to get the ball. Your your biggest receiver on 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 the squad right now is Greg Ward. Everybody else quarterback. Is, every everybody else is <laughs> six. No, is is six one or, or or less. All right, Quez Watkins is is barely six feet tall. Devontae Smith might be five ten. He's Allen Iverson. Devontae <laughs> Smith is Allen Iverson, who was a hell of a football player in high school, by the way. I know, great quarterback. Uh, Quez Watkins play quarterback. Yeah, let's let's get half, let's get AI off the off the off the off the waivers. Come on, let's see. Let's see if I'm clear. So here I like I would like to see them give Jalen Hurts a legit target. I think he has one in Dallas Goddard, but it's not a receiver. Where's another Smith Where's isn't the a legit target? Hold on, one at a time, knuckleheads. Go ahead, Rob. Devontae Smith isn't a legit target. Uh, well, you tell me. How many receptions did he have last year? He broke the Eagles' rec- rookie receiving record, and he was wide open every game. And our quarterback couldn't get him the ball. He would have had eighty receptions if the quarterback would go. The quarterback goes, "Oh, he's open," and then he'll wait a second. Then he throws it. Then he's not open anymore. Hang on, let me get to the room here real quick because uh, all right, Russ Taylor, that that Ferrari behind Rob V is taking me back in time machine. <laughs> in a time machine. I got actually airbrushed that. Uh, <laughs> yes, Russ, I've been referencing the crazy Ivan from Red October the whole time. They can draft <laughs> Willie Beeman at quarterback. Hold on, I, Bryant, you, you're 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 taking some of my you're stealing some of my thunder. First of all, if his theme song isn't my baby got sauce. My baby ain't sweet like mine. She's, She's got, got sauce. sauce. Little G love uh, sauce. My man. Where is this kid? Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're well, sauce Gardner, and Derek Stingley. You got to keep an eye on both of them, but we'll get to that in just a second. Um, I, I think your biggest position of need after wideout, it's not defensive line. All right. If you think you you need help at, at the defensive line position, why are you spending 30% of your entire salary cap on that position? Four spots, four spots in the lineup, four spots, taking up $60 million if you include Hassan Reddick as part of that. If you're not considering him a Sam linebacker, you're considering him an edge rusher. All right. 
30% of your entire $208 million salary cap is being spent on that position and you still need more? Okay, I'm all right with this. I'm all right with this because 31 million of that drops off next year with Javon Hargrave and Fletcher Cox leaving. But if you're drafting because you think you have immediate needs and you're drafting an edge rusher after you signed Hassan Reddick, Sweat, Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham's still under contract, and you re-signed Derek Barnett. Okay. okay. Yeah, making a lot of sense. Doesn't none of this make sense? Yeah, you're spending too much now, on the freaking spot. If you if you got a Carlaftis from Purdue, who's you know the Greek freak, he's going to be sitting there. I could see them taking him, but I don't believe defensive line or offensive line are two massive positions of need right now. You have to take care of the receiver position, and you have to take care of the secondary. You have to get what Michael Scott said a core player for the next four years. And I think you have that in Kyle Hamilton, which should be available. Kyle Hamilton, 6'4", 220. That big safety that we haven't had since Malcolm Jenkins. Okay? Huge wingspan. He hits like a fucking train. All right? 4'5", 40. Pretty fast. All right? He's got amazing hand-eye coordination. A lot of his uh, his picks, a lot of his interceptions in the three years at, 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 with the Fighting Irish were off of deflections right in front of him. Boom, here it is. All right. Don't want to take away from his nose for the ball, which is him jumping routes. And, you know, he's had plenty of interceptions in that regard. But he's also been doing this since his freshman year. He's been a safety since his freshman year. He's not a safety converted into a fucking linebacker. He's been playing this for three years. And he's been playing it all his life. All right. It's, it's everything you want to see. And I, I Michael, I, I hear you. I, if you think Hamilton's going to the top 10, I think he's, I think he's floating at 12 or 13. And I don't think you have to give up a whole lot. And I think that is a core player. I don't know about you guys. I would love to see him in midnight green. Adam. I mean, you know, six four at four or five speed. I mean, eating up all that turf that quick. I mean, he does get around the field, man. He does have a nose for the football. Um, think about, I mean, so now you don't have to take your safety and have him come up and play linebacker. Right? This kid's just sitting back there waiting for it. You don't. You don't have to. I would worry a little bit about that, though. These guys are knuckleheads. Like, do they take a kid? Oh, look at the size of them. Let's try to make him a linebacker. Like, is that is that something stupid you can see these folks doing? With his speed and everything, coverage is a problem at the linebacker position. I mean, you said it a thousand times last year. Every time their freaking back is to the ball, you wouldn't right. have that problem with this with this kid. Right, right. right. Going to keep it in front of them. Uh, Rob, your thoughts. I'm just going back to, I just wouldn't waste my time on offense. Like I said, I love the safety from Notre Dame. Um, I, we need, we need help in the secondary, but we also need help. Uh, you know, we need a middle linebacker and I, I still don't know why they don't value middle linebackers. I, I just don't quite understand. And if you're spending all this money on defensive line, wouldn't it be nice to have a really good middle linebacker behind that defensive line you spend all this money on? 
Just saying. Yeah, it would. Or, or I would, I would love to trade up and get in the top five, which won't happen, and get that defensive, get the defensive lineman from Alabama. But that's not going to happen. So you just pray that Howie doesn't screw it up. So just have the uh, fireball next to you, you know, in case that happens, or whatever else you use to get you going. Matt, me, fireball, and some marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> it is now. You can now go to New Jersey and buy it legally. It's recreational marijuana day uh, in New Jersey. Uh, I think any day now, which is fantastic. I think it's, say, t- it's tomorrow or the next day, I believe. Yeah, four twenty tomorrow, baby. Yeah, well, that would got make sense. It's the right day to launch it, right? Just don't bring it across the bridge. Don't pinch it. Here we go. It's never a show until he's brought up. <laughs> Is there going to be a Manti Teo situation again? Yeah, you never yeah, well, know. It all depends on his girlfriend. Yeah, right? Uh, amazing. Well, all right, let's just for shits and giggles, let's talk about um, – I, I, I'm having a tough time. Uh, Georgia's uh, – Three linebackers from Georgia uh, this year, obviously. Kobe uh, uh, Dean's the best. Kobe Dean, yeah. But uh, your other, uh, hold on, I'm pulling it up right now because uh, I want to make sure I am speaking properly about this. Uh, Beal is obviously a stud. Uh, he's going to go in the first round as well. Uh, or is Beal the one that's fallen? Under the radar. Uh, let me look at that. I think that's the one that's fallen under the the radar. Going through the mock. Yeah, I'm trying to find him now. Yeah, Robert Beal is the one that. Uh, uh, hold on, let me see where they're expecting him to go. Robert Beal. Everything I see on he has one Georgia linebacker going in the first round. <sighs> Oh no! Wait a second. There was a there was an article reported by uh, Bleeding Green Nation, I believe, that was talking about uh, two linebackers that were going first, and then there was one that was kind of that flew under the radar, a third linebacker. Uh, oh, but it's not Beal. Beal's going back. Beal's playing again in twenty three. So yeah, it looked like he was trying to maybe yeah. lost up his stock by yeah, like, well, playing one more year. Well, hey, with Nicobe Dean out of that linebacker core, it's certainly going to help his playing time. That's for sure. But uh, so Devin Lloyd, I, I the Eagles haven't selected. By the way, the Eagles haven't selected a linebacker in the first round since 1979. That's a little disgusting. That's that's before Samantha. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that's pre Zoe Zaldana. But. <laughs> Sorry, that's my benchmark for a lot of things. Uh, (laughs) uh, What the fuck? (laughs) Here we go, Russ. Uh, Keenan, your recent. uh, Yeah, Keenan, put. Yes, put somebody on that. Draft Joe Kane out of Eastern State University. I mean, he was a Heisman finalist until those kids laid in traffic. And he had a really hot girlfriend. Uh, Devin Lloyd out of Utah. Uh, and and Kobe Dean, I just I don't see it. I st- and you know the Kobe Dean, but what's the what's the stats on the Kobe Dean? Uh, I, I don't I don't like his two twenty five. All right, you know what? Is that all he is? That's all he is, and that's that means he's two two eighteen. Right. Uh, again, it's the size of our quarterback. Well, here's the deal, and Rob, you have to you have to admit this. 
All right. Fact of the matter is that size will work in college. That'll work in college. I don't know how well that works. I mean, he can't sure, gain another twenty pounds. He can't. He can't gain another twenty pounds. Well, that's that's again what Hollis used to talk about, which is, you know, you're not supposed to put that type of extra weight on somebody's frame. All right, all well, you're doing is, is is looking to uh, to to damage ligaments. Yeah. And- he always said you can't just randomly bulk up just to bulk up. If you're not built that way, your body it's, can't support it the way you think. It's, a Teddy, it's, a, Teddy, it's a Teddy Bridgewater situation. Everything about this kid's game is built on speed, too. Like it, it's it's his lateral movement, it's his ability to get, you know, to 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 to, to chase. And he, you know, if you pack on twenty pounds of muscle, and he's going to lose a lot of that. Here, come on over. See, that's yeah, what we're waiting on. for. You want to get sponsors for your show? Get whoever you got behind the camera. Come on, that's what I do. Come <laughs> on, to be, you should know this. Cool, it's okay. How many shows yeah, did you do with on. me? Sex always come sells. Speaking <laughs> of that, did, did did you see? Um, oh God, everybody, Valentina. Hey, girl. Hi. Hello. We got a tip jar somewhere. We can start up uh, brunch and OnlyFans right now. Cheers. Speaking Thank of you speaking of pits and ass, did you see that John Daly and his son just signed a, signed a deal with Hooters? So Hooters is going to be his son's uh, sponsor when he's in college for golf. I think that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Like, yeah, that's that's yeah. No, well, on a whole side note, you go to Hooters now. You don't see any girls with big cans. I walk in and walk out. I don't know what's going on over there. They're all working at Twin Peaks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of bulking up, Quimby, you, you you've been lifting a little bit. Your arms look a little big there, buddy. Uh, guns off. No, nah, I just bounce curls. Okay, you know, picking you've been picking, you know, doing a little fishing, picking up some big game fish down there. I actually started hitting the gym a little bit, but I I quit. I quit smoking four months ago. Oh, good for you! And I put twenty pounds on. If I had right about five I shots, I might want to have sex with you. You're starting to look pretty good over there. <laughs> just like riding the bike. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Let's take one more break. Come back. Uh, finish up this talk about Eagles draft and then piss off all of our brothers in the room, Keenan, Bryant, and Russ, by talking about the Phillies for a hot minute. Rob, I really want your opinion on some of this Phillies uh, 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 crap. I'll, I'm going to go grab a beer. I'm going to start drinking just for you, just like old days. Excellent. I love it. All right. Uh, let's see here real quick. Let me get a song lined up. Let me get a proper song. All right, you guys. The Right on Cue Show. Part of the Green Legion Radio family and Fox Sports Radio family in Philadelphia. Guys, don't go anywhere uh, because this conversation is going to be fun when uh, we come back. Uh, we'll be back on the Right on Q Show right after this. Man. The points for home in, in basketball. Right. Yeah, how does that work? I That's out of my realm. I'm not sure. But when you're only favored by a point and a half at home in a playoff game, that's a small line. Well, you're not going to have Matisse Thibel, man. And that's a big deal. It's a big yeah. deal. It's a big he, part he of the. Did a lot, he did a lot last night, except when he was injured and beat with his elbow. <laughs> I mean, I, I love him. But... Here's the deal: I haven't seen either playoff game. I can't, oh, based on where I've you been. You missed out, dude. Dude, it yeah. hasn't. No, even, I, it I've hasn't been watching even... the whole damn thing on CBS Sports Tracker. It hasn't even been close to either game. No, it, it's not been. Even, a, but you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to know that first game at home. It, it, that's the game where they win. All right, so look, winning game five, I don't care if you win. Look, hey, do I want them to win tomorrow? Of course I do. But I think they lose. 
They come back and beat the snot out of them in game four and then come home and hopefully finish this up. Then I don't have to listen to Diaz bitch about whether or not we got to watch the Sixers game while we're trying to do live draft coverage. Anyway, point of the story is Green Legion Radio live draft coverage starting at 8 p.m. Thursday, the 28th, live, live here on Fox Sports Radio in Philadelphia. Super Sam, what? Super Sam, you got to unmute yourself. Yeah, I didn't unmute there, there. I didn't mute you. There it is. I said, am I there for that? Yeah, of course. Okay, well, I wasn't sure. <laughs> I don't know what you guys do. Why do, you keep, why do you keep asking whether or not you're there? Well, you didn't say my name, so I didn't know. I didn't get done or finished or able to do it because these knuckleheads kept talking. I didn't say slash. I didn't get the slash either. No, I didn't. Did I? Yeah. No, I said slash when I was talking about Citizens Bank Park, but I also said you as well. Okay. So anyway, just to be perfectly clear, Super Sam will be hosting the show. (sighs) Said no one ever. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I actually have full faith and confidence she could host the show right now. Uh, so maybe, maybe Super Sam's podcast is coming. Uh, Summer's in Sea Isle. <laughs> I'm not coming home for that shit. You know that. I know. I'll, come do, I'll come down and set the remote up for that one. Uh, here we go. There, there it is. is. There's Rob trying to slip into the spare bedroom to slip into the main bedroom. We got you. But anyway. I, just, I just want the shore. So, uh, uh, basically, uh, you know, uh, Eagles draft. I, here, the one, the, the parts that we haven't talked about. Uh, here, I still want to let, let's talk just a, a hair more about the Eagles, and then we'll get into Phillies and Sixers real quick. I think we talked enough about Sixers, so we might just do Phillies here. But if there's a possibility here that they did sign Hassan Reddick to be. You're Sam linebacker. And if Kazir White is 80% of the player that they want him to be or think he can be, I mean, how many tackles did he have last year? He had Pro Bowl numbers. It was 165 tackles or something like that. The guy was all over the field. Now, does that translate into a new defense playing in Philadelphia where all the pressure's on? He's getting a little bit of coin. He's making $5 million. So... You know that's a that's a it's more than they've spent on linebackers in a, in quite some time, but if Hassan Reddick, here's 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 the one thing that I would love to see if there's a possibility. If you don't have here, you go solution to all the problems. All right, but you're going to leave somebody in the dust, and that's the problem. You're going to leave a position in the dust. If you don't take Jordan Davis, if you don't move up, if you don't find a way, and look, I get it. A lot of Jordan Davis is us speculating on Jordan Davis, but it makes sense. It makes sense because it's a position that they like to draft in the first round, and it is definitely a position of need right now based on Hargrave and Cox being free agents next year. Done. But outside of that, if they use one of these first – round picks for a Jermaine Johnson or a George Carlitis. Uh, all right. All of a sudden, your need for Hassan Reddick as an edge rusher 
kind of comes down a little bit. If you want here, this is going to sound crazy, but you know, quote the Raven, uh, no Baltimore reference. Yeah. <laughs> I like that, Rob. Nice work. ECW, ECW. Uh, if you want the Eagles to take a linebacker in the first round this year, have them take Jermaine Johnson or George Carlifthus. Because that means Hassan Reddick will be able to play back in that linebacker spot more. They won't need as much presence in that edge rushing spot. Just a thought. Just saying. And here's what I like about both of these guys. All right. Well, first of all, we you know, George Carlettis, uh, we, we know. He's, he's a stud. Jermaine Johnson. Jermaine Johnson's a great story. I don't know how many of you actually – you know, know about it other than uh, what you're what you're hearing about this right now. But he was nice, like that sound. He was pretty stud edge rusher for Georgia uh, for, for a couple of years. Right, and he transferred. And he transferred because he didn't think he was getting enough playing time. And when he went to Florida State, he went bonkers, dude. And where you and I and most people look at a transfer, a senior transfer, and you go, all right, what's what's this dude doing? Right? No, he's just trying to become more marketable. He's just trying to up his stock. That's all he's, up, he's trying to up his stock, and he is pissed. He has got a mean streak about him. He said in an interview with CBS Sports, I believe, that he wants to be feared. I like right. that. Yo, man. Hey. Right, I would right. love to love and fear you. Right, yeah. All right. I'll sign That's, up to fear you. Yeah. Please. Every I'm Sunday, in. dude. Every Sunday. <laughs> so, do you want the Eagles to take a linebacker in the first round? Draft George Carlitis or Jermaine Johnson. There you go. And both of them should be there in those positions. I will tell you this. Yeah, but they, they should definitely both be there. I am – I'm with Rob right now, even though I hate saying it. Uh, they need a wide receiver, but if they – if they don't draft it, if I'm shaking the magic eight ball and I'm rubbing the, the, the genie lamp and, and looking through my crystal ball, all right, Chris Olave, Jameson uh, Williams, uh, uh, who's the other schmuck that we were talking about? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the other schmuck. Yeah, no. Uh, so you got Jameson Williams, Chris Olave. And Drake London, those are the only ones that might be available in that spot. Right. No, no I've got it, the it, uh, There we go. Thank you. <laughs> Outlook, not good. Not uh, great. Not let me, great. Let me, can I? No, let me finish. And then you'll go right into it. What I'm trying to say is, if you're going to pick a wide receiver, and if you're going to take Chris Olave, or you're going to take Jamison Williams, or you're going to take Drake London, or you're going to trade up and take Garrett 
uh, uh, Garrett Wilson. Uh, whatever happens, you have to hit on this one. You yeah. have to hit. You cannot miss three years in a row on a receiver. Okay? Here we are. Just, hey, please give me a moment here to find the quote. <laughs> Look, I, I won't be able to put it the way I want it. Look, kids, Big Ben, Parliament. Okay, two years ago, Jalen Ragor, all scratching our head, looking for every reason to find this cat as the savior for our uh, our, our wide receiver core, and all at the same time looking at his highlight reel and going, well, he caught a couple passes out in the flat and turned them into touchdowns. Yay, Baylor. Fucking Baron Von Bubble screen. Fuck off. Right? Followed up. Followed up by, oh my god, the Eagles traded with the Cowboys to fuck the Giants. Yeah! And they took Heisman winner Devontae Smith, and we're still a year later trying to figure out the receiver situation. I text you the night of round one until if they draft a 160-pound wide receiver, I am going to lose my shit. I was if on Anna Maria Island in Florida for a wedding, and and it ha- and it, your response was, well, guess what? That's what they're going to do. And sure as shit. If you don't think that guy's a star, I, I have no idea what you're smoking, what you're drinking, what you've been I, watching. He was the guy I, to take. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, I don't think you had to make No, 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 thing. guys, guys, real quick. Sam. Sam has been waiting to say something and go. Well, no, it's it's just exactly I I agree. A wide receiver, an amazing wide receiver would be great if we have someone who can throw the ball. So th- this is all null and void if you can't throw the ball all the way down the field. We can't do short, stupid passes. So we're not getting we're not getting a quarterback. I wish we were. We're not. Okay. So, all right. So here we go. Here we go. All right. But now, we're in position let's, to next. Let's season. talk about let's talk about that. All right. If in fact your current quarterback has to throw the ball 40 yards in the air or 40 yards up to throw the ball 40 yards long, who would you rather have catching that? Somebody six feet tall or somebody six foot fucking five? Exactly no, what I said last night. Six second. foot all day. I totally agree with you on that one. I'm just saying I wouldn't be trading drift trading up and moving things around for for a wide receiver my opinion it can suck you guys can hate it but it's my opinion i agree with sam i'm with you rob go ahead no i agree with sam but you said a guy that you know six foot guy or six five guy do you remember the play that Devontae smith made in denver when he went up and got the football the kid was flat out yes i would like a tall receiver yes of course but the kid can go up and get the football and just for note quimby would have been watching it too if not for Big Red. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. He did would have he, seen it. But what did, he he did he have just another problem on one of you? Oh, one of the Rob, Reed, this Reed was a trip? shit show of epic proportions. Rob, I have to tell you this one thing real quick. I looked at Adam and said, if shit goes down, I need you to get me out of this position because I am in the worst spot ever. I was right behind Quimby, and I could just visualize this fight happening and me getting clobbered. Adam's like, I'll get you out of there. Yeah, I guess I'll just pick you up hey, and pull you back. You know, I, mean? I walked I walked away from the whole thing. You did. Yes, you did. After but you it, called him a, a douchebag, which was a, a nice touch. Quick with, a, side with a huge note. smile on your face, by the way, which I thought was fantastic. You're, like, you're a douchebag. 
quick side note, when, when I, in the beginning, when I used to work for Big Daddy and I would get scared when he would flip out towards the end, I loved it. It was hilarious. In the beginning, when Quimby would get mad, I would get nervous. Now I just sit back and laugh because it's just like, you must watch it. Just sit. Don't, don't bother him. Just get in the corner, some popcorn, some beer, and you're good to go. Like, I really felt for him in Vegas when all the shit was going on and we're sitting up at the podium. I'm like... He's going to kill somebody. Like, I don't know who he's going to kill, but it's going to happen soon. You just sit oh, back and watch. he yelled at me four times. I ignored him. But that's... Yeah, because that's actually how he is. But but I'm telling you, I wasn't worried about Quimby hurting me. I was worried about <laughs> that guy swinging and me being in the I don't, way. I don't, I don't know why you guys are all worried about the guy. The girl was heavier. Right. Well, that's true, too. That's true, too. Bruce month. But Adam was there to rescue me. He, him and Michelle oh, yeah. were like, you got you. I'll just pick you up and pull you out of the seat. You'll be fine. I was in the worst spot ever for that situation. She's right behind it. That guy stood there on purpose to block the view and allowed his whatever the hell she was. She looked like she got smacked around with a shit-filled sock. She did. He allowed her to stand there with her finger <laughs> in his <laughs> corn. Jamming his corn hole. Like the, right in the corn for like the whole game. This Quimby, this story reminds me. I wasn't there, but Townies told me about it when you were in Seattle, and there was a big white woman that was pretty heavy. Your set that was causing problems. Sounds like it's almost. Do you remember that story? Or no, 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 no. Let me, let me, <laughs> let me allow you to tell that story. Again. I, I just saw County today. Lord, when it's fine, so he was working today. All right. So uh, it's 2008, and the Phillies just won the World Series. All right. However. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, I can never forget it chronologically because of the implications I had with Eagles and, and the season. So first time we're going to Seattle and uh, the uh, game five is on Monday and it gets called at the, in the sixth inning. And there's a 46-hour rain delay. 46 hours. So they didn't play that game till Wednesday. And when we have West Coast trips with the Green Legion, it's four nights and five days. So we leave on Thursday for Sunday games. All right. First, if they didn't win that game, all right, that game was tied one to one. What it was called. All right. They didn't win that game. All right. We would have been able to go to you – know, we'd have been out of the city. We'd have been out of Philadelphia. It would have mattered because we had about 350 people on that trip. We'd have, we'd have the, we had the lodge. That's always been our headquarters. And uh, fact is, you know, we, we'd, have, you know, we'd have taken over. But it wouldn't have been like winning at home. But we did win. We did win that game. And unfortunately, we had to leave to go to Seattle the next fucking morning. I am smashed at McFadden's, yeah. housed, housed at McFadden's. Got to get up for a fucking 7 a.m. flight. Oh. <laughs> I, hurled, Vegas. I hurled about five or six times that morning. But anyway, to make the, the story, to bring the story to, 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 to fruition, our Tailgate was at Red Robin. Red Robin. I knew who would have thought, right? And, it, and honestly, it was one of the best tailgates we ever had. It was so much fun. We had the entire menu at our disposal, and it was right down on Alaskan Way. It was about three-quarters of a mile from the stadium, 
And as we uh, started to roll in and doing the march, you know, people, I mean, you know, people are, people in Seattle are awful. Hold on. Let me stress that again. Awful. Awful human beings. They think people from Philadelphia are miserable pricks. Yo, all right, risk cutters. Let's let's get the real story out. All right. Because you you you're nine months out of the year raining. Yeah, you know, that's certainly helping that suicide rate. Huh? Yeah, number one. You are number one. You are number one, guys, as far as suicide rate goes. So people are people are dicks. And we're having a blast. You know, we just won the World Series. And, you know, we're cheering on our team and we're doing Eagles chants on the way in. And we come underneath this big overpass right by Pioneer Square and literally 100 yards from the the entrance to the stadium. And we've got about 20 lower Gwinnett cops on this trip. (laughs) All right. Good friend. That's how Rob and I actually met. And a couple of them are female. And I love them all. And in no disrespect, you know, female cops are usually a little, little bigger, a little bigger. Well, <laughs> I can see it from about a hundred feet away. I've got my mask on doing the full garb. I look back and I see two of, the female lower Gwinnett cops going at it with this little Mexican guy. <laughs> I, I do one of these to my boys that are right up front. Yo, watch, watch this. <laughs> he looked back and I can see this guy. I can't hear what they're saying. I can't hear anything to begin with, but I can't hear what this guy's saying. And right here we go. This is what I hear next or what I see. Coming from the little Mexican guy. He might have screamed something that had to do with her weight. Might have. Ready? Next thing you see, I'm like this. Watch this. Boom! <laughs> Boom! And it's like it's like that clip from the new guy, the movie with DJ Qualls, which, by the way, I think is one of the greatest movies of all time. Yo, why don't you come over here and scoop up your friend? This dude hit the bricks. So hard, I'm surprised he didn't have a concussion. She just dropped him. And then the rest of the cops who didn't get in front of the ladies, they're like, they've got this, right? And then as everybody in that crowd started to get pissed, see 18 other lower Gwinnett cops just kind of circle right in front of the ladies. And they're like this. What's up? What do you got? Situation diffused. That's the story, Rob. Okay. That's okay. the proper story. And still, honestly, don't condone the violence, but one of my favorite fucking stories from ever doing this. <laughs> 14 years ago, I could see this as many drugs and as much alcohol as I've consumed. It's I could see this. <laughs> Boom! Down! Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. Anyway, uh, we're getting close to calling this a day, but how about them Phillies, huh? 
What the hell? Okay, so uh, I bitched and complained to Rob because Rob said, don't worry, everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. He's playing through his little kid and play routine, putting on your Phillies cap. I get it. All right. Everything's not going to be all right. Fact of the matter is you can't go one and four in your division at the start of the season and expect. I get it. I'm a Phillies fan, too. We all are. I even love the Flyers. I just don't like the fucking organization that runs them. Oh, that could be a six-hour show. How bad that organization Yeah, well, we'll get sack on that, on that one. But all that being said, you put together this potent home-run-infested lineup. And I bought in. Castellanos? Fuck yeah. Schwarber? Fuck yeah. Okay. I get it. Shorten spring training. But bats should be in a much better spot than they are right now. And Rob, you're going to go, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. No, you're one in five in your fucking division. No. What are you? You're one in six in your division right now. You're one in six in your division. In a division that has the Mets who... I get it. You lost one good pitcher, but they're still going to be there with the Braves and a team in Florida that you can't beat. You're one in six in your division. This team was going to be fighting for that wild card spot. Can we agree? Rob, can we agree on this? Did you think the Phillies were going to win the division with these new signings? Just if simple the, answer. If the bullpen's average, they have a chance. Okay. So, no. All right. Next. <laughs> Bullpen's been good so far. So, next question. All right. Did you think Aaron Nola was going to be any better than he's been the last two seasons? No. Good. Good answer. Okay. So, fine. That's fine. However, that being said, you have to compliment his inability to perform well on a stage. Valentina. Over here. Uh, Sorry. Coming over to say hello again. No, come on over. Hey, everybody. Say hey, hello. Girl. Hello. <laughs> so, uh, okay, you have to compliment. Your only real pitcher in this uh, in this rotation is is Wheeler, in my opinion. I like Ranger Suarez. I think he needs more time. All right, but you know, good fourth pitcher. All right. Fact is, you need a team that can bring in runs. You've got to be a team that's going to score six or seven runs a game. Which they will be. Okay, but here's the deal. You can't spot your division six losses. You need to relax. They've played, what is it, 12 games, 13 games? It's a marathon, not a sprint. By the way, with as bad as everyone says the Phillies' offense is, do you know statistically they have the 10th best best offensive team in baseball? And they haven't had the RBIs in the home run, so they're 10th, and they're not playing well. All these guys can hit. Give Now, after 40 games, Quimby, 40 games, if they're still doing this, I'll agree with you. I'll be I'll be right there with you. Give it 40 games. I think so that's fair. Honest. That's a fair statement right Two there, first. Quimby. Okay, hold on. Let's talk about this, all right? Yep. Let's be analytical. How many times do you play a division opponent home or away over the course of a baseball season? 
I should look that up. It's, it's got, is it still it's 18 or 19 times? 18, I think it's times. I think I think it's 17. 17 or 18. Okay. All right. So in your division, you got the Nats, the Marlins, the Braves, and the Mets. Okay. Now let's do this analytically. Well, while you're while you're doing that, excuse me. Phone. So four times 18, let's say. That's 72. Okay, 72. You've already played 10% of your division games. 10% of your division games, and you've won 13% of them. Okay. All right. Don't say Bill James doesn't have anything to fucking do with this. Fact of the matter is, you cannot in look in other divisions in baseball. You can probably get away with this. In this division, you can't. And the reason these two cats were brought in, and the reason why they brought in Kyle Gibson last year, is because... 19. Okay, 19. So a little bit. So I'm off. 9%. 8 9%. And you've lost 12%. You do do realize with it, you know, as as early going... As bad as we've been playing, we're only two and a half games out of first place in our division. Do you realize how two and a half that games. sounds? Hold on. Two and a half games. I'm, no, ready? Hold on. Here you go. You're four Here. out. I'm looking right now. It's two and a half. Uh, oh, oh, well, hold on. Oh, no, that's it's, the wild card. I, I apologize. I was You're four the behind the Mets right now. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's You're games. dyslexic. We got I'm it. I'm sorry. No, I read the go. wrong column. Why would You're you still, put that even in the You're column? You're still that's dyslexic. Hold on. Fourth. Sorry. Here we go. This is what you sound like. <laughs> it's cute. Uh, well, I guess he couldn't be any worse than Tim McCarver is at sportscasting. In my view, as good as the Yankees were in the first half of this game, that's how as bad they've been now. <laughs> That's you, Rob. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. That's you. Thank you. All right. Look, you can't go from putting up a 10 spot. First of all, you can't lose two to the Marlins in in a stadium where you have more fucking fans. The Marlins have no fan base at all. Now, Lewis is there. You got to give him credit. He's there for every game. Yeah, I, you know what? I I do give him credit. Man. I do. I give him a lot. Honestly, of that guy, that guy's a stud. He is a total stud. He puts up with so much torture with sports. And you know what? If 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 the Sixers weren't in the mix, I would root for Miami because of him. I mean, as far as the Marlins fans go, the two of them together, I think, makes up twenty five percent of the fucking yeah. uh, the, the the gate every game. Well, how many uh, championships did the Heat win when LeBron was down there? Two, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, LaFont. and then and then uh, Levitch, uh, and then the Marlins won. Uh, they won ninety-seven and 03. Yep, ninety-seven and 03. Okay, so in all fairness, I can't get too compassionate about his sports. Uh, no, well, I mean, keep in mind, it's not like LeBron was the first guy to bring a title there either. They have four titles in that period. We only have two. 
Well, okay. uh, they have five because the uh, you had Wade and Shaq. Oh, one as well. Yep. So, did the Panthers know. ever win anything? I don't know. Uh, I don't think they did. They had a couple uh, finals runs with with Beezer. Hold on, Michael Scott, you're still super, Sam. <laughs> you know, uh, Quimpy. Uh, interesting side note: since you weren't at Michael, the home thank o- you for that number. Appreciate that. 19. You weren't at the home opener, Quimby. The talent at the game Monday, or the home opener, rivaled back in 2008, 2009, 10. There was a lot of ass running around. You know why, right? Uh, I don't know. Because a lot of them gave up on the Flyers. <laughs> That's true. But hey, listen, chicks dig the long ball. Chicks dig the long ball. Maddox, yeah. Glavin, and Smoltz. Smoltz. Although Smoltz was uh, definitely third on that long ball list. Glavin and Maddox could they could hit. They could hit, yeah. By the way, you know, you hear NBA players of of people being pussy magnets not and not caring. You gotta sit down with some baseball players and what they do. You know, they have they still have this in major league clubhouses. They have one person that it's their job that if a guy sees talent in the stands to take a ball and give and bring it out to the girl to get her number, and they still have someone that's hired by the team. To separate the players' wives from their girlfriends, and they're employed yep. by the team. <laughs> baseball players not a party. Yeah. That's in more than just well, baseball. You spend that much time on the road. I mean, how would you know that, Sam? Were you ever? Uh, had I don't to know what you're talking the, about, like, Rob. Managers. I don't know. Look, what you're kids. About, Big Ben, Parliament. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. We're gonna go to dinner. It's uh, six o'clock down here. You should be uh, in bed already. Way past shut, up. Time. shut up, man. You got any girls coming in on your show tonight? Uh, nothing tonight, but in June, I believe we have a FHM cover model Jocelyn James in the studio, so that'll be fun. And who knows what it'll be on between? Yeah, you can Google her. All right, I'll look it if up. You got, if you want to take care of yourself later, everybody, just Google Jocelyn James. Uh, thank God today I don't have to. So, uh, I'll drink. Do we that. want to cover anything else? Sam, got anything on your head? I, I, <laughs> on your brain. <laughs> Nope, still good. <laughs> I didn't say in your head. I said on your head. Do I hear? Do I hear quaff? Do I hear the greatest quaff on the planet over to your left? He's playing bass. <laughs> hey, Mike. I think he's playing bass right now. Look, ah, the meatloaf. Meatloaf. We want Let me go over announcements again, real quick. May fourteenth. Is he coming over? I don't know. I'm going to find out right, right. now. May 14th, Citizens Bank Park. Go to ballparkfestival.com. Ballparkfestival.com. Get your tickets for the All-Star Craft Beer, Wine, and Music Festival. We will be there broadcasting live here on Fox Sports Radio in Philadelphia from 1 to 3 p.m., I think, or 3 to 5 p.m. I think it's 1 to 3 p.m. But doesn't matter. Get your tickets. Come over. It's going to be awesome. There it is. Where is he at? He's got it there. There it is. Hey, Rob, you thought Tony Palmer had the best quaff? No, no, it's like a it's like a B plus tonight, man. It's not as high. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is pretty good. That live that rivals Palmer's hair, but him being in Florida the whole time, who knows what what happened to Palmer? I uh, love it. I haven't love seen it. him. Love it. Yeah, it's quaffed up. Michael, how are you, sir? Excellent, buddy. How you doing? I'm good, man. Good, good to see you, bro. He's got a he's got a bunch of live shows this uh, this summer. We got a down, party down in Atlantic City. He'll be in Avalon. Wow, yeah. where in Avalon? Princeton. Really? Yeah. You, 
You know, I've been lobbying for the Green Legion Shore House for the last decade, but it hasn't happened. But I'm gonna still keep lobbying for it. I keep <laughs> I always pop that into your head. We should have a Green Legion. You should have a Green Legion Shore House. Well, I'm not allowed at Avalon anymore. So uh... <laughs> the statue of limitations hasn't run out. Wait, fact of the matter is, my only friend back down there anymore is chief of police. So that's a good thing. But <laughs> not bad. Yeah. Well, he'll still be. Are you? In... Uh, what room are you playing in? Are you playing in the in in the bedroom? Yeah. You know what? Well, shit. I might have to come down to see that. He'll be in a couple places in Atlantic <laughs> City too. You guys, you guys playing? You won't sliders? see me in Atlantic City, but. Yeah. What was that, Rob? I said you guys playing any Slayer? <laughs> no, I wish they did. There we go. Death <laughs> metal all the way. <laughs> I, don't, I think I have my full sweatshirt on, right? Oh, there I love go. it. There I love go. it. There we go. All right. Hey, Michael, I, I'm definitely going to come down and see you when you're at the Princeton. Please Let me know what that is. No, Make sure you're up before 5 o'clock because he'll be in bed by 6.30. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I love him. I can never get him the to only stay time, The only time I leave early is because I don't want to hang around with you. But it's very – you'll admit this. You don't like staying out late night. Like you do your day drinking and then you're oh, good to I, go. I, I'd rather start drinking at 2 o'clock yeah. and be done by 10. Yeah, see, I see. So what I said wasn't wrong. Yo, I got a couple two o'clock and games you, you, the Hard Rock happy hour. Is that just that that the senior citizen happy hour down there? Yep. Okay. <laughs> the problem, hey, I have Michael. Is I whatever you whatever, two and then I hold don't on a second until midnight. Let me help this cause. All right, Rob's muted now, so uh, <laughs> you don't have to worry about him giving you any crap. <laughs> All right, hey Michael, good to see you. You too, bud. Thank right, you. Man. I've got, I've got, I've got some. I'm, uh, I'm taking my boys to Detroit on Saturday. Um, we do our Sorry. baseball thing every yeah, year. Yeah, why? We're gonna go see the, um, the the Ford Museum and go to the Tigers game. We're gonna get our passport stamped and everything. We do a whole thing every summer. Um, but Miguel Cabrera is sitting on hit number twenty nine ninety five right now. So there is an outside shot I could be in attendance for number three thousand, which would be really cool and That's a great. Cool. A great experience for my kids. Huge. 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 Rob, you got anything? No, I got nothing. You can uh, you can close it out there, pal, with your um, phone book of notes. Well, uh, I, I just talked about May 14th, All-Star Craft Beer and Wine. Craft Beer and Wine and Music Festival at Citizens Bank Park. Go to ballparkfestival.com to get your tickets. We will be there live from 1 to 3. I know it's now 1 to 3. Do not forget, next Wednesday, a week from tomorrow, Part of the Green Legion Radio family and Fox Sports Radio family and iHeart Radio family. The brand new Unhappy Gilmore Show will be airing for the first time. And if you don't think I'm coming in on that, you're out of your mind. Oh, I'm really <laughs> creeping from the sideline on that one for sure. Yeah, no, not, creeping, not creeping from the sideline. I'm that fucking idiot from Cincinnati that rolled out on the field. Uh, what was his... Uh, the, the quarterback that was injured. Oh the- God! He come out there in the street clothes. Yeah, dip. what a dipshit! What a knucklehead! <laughs> uh, and uh, do not forget uh, a week from Thursday, Green Legion Radio live from Northern Liberty Studios. We're looking for a fifteen hundred dollars sponsor for the night, eight to eleven, live first round draft coverage of the NFL and the Philadelphia Eagles. You're allowed to bring three guests. Irving Fryer will be in studio. It'll be a hell of a show. And we hope that somebody takes us up on that offer. Outside of that, 
Uh, I'm good. You guys, make sure you go to robvradio.com or the Rob V Show on YouTube. Is that accurate, Rob? That is correct. Uh, his show is going to be starting, well, pretty much I'm right not, now. I'm, oh, no, I'm not doing a show tonight. Probably tomorrow. Ah, okay. I, I have uh, several emails out to several escorts, so we'll see what happens between now and tomorrow. <laughs> Got it. Well, uh, you, you, right. you can go to last week's show. We had a Lord Jensen on, which was highly entertaining. So you can check that on uh, the Rob I watched it. Channel. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Uh, uh, appreciate Keenan, uh, Russ, Bryant, Michael Scott coming in hard tonight. Uh, let's see. Who else did I miss? Chuck. Chuck Bolger coming in hard tonight, too. That was good to see. Uh, we got to get a few more people. I got to, we're going to, Start pulling some. When I get back, we're going to start pulling some uh, some more guests. Ashlyn Italiana, make sure you check her out at 305 Sports Babe on YouTube. She is awesome. Lewis, you guys have fun at the Heat game tonight. On behalf of myself, Super Sam Brady, the unhappy Gilmore, and Rob V. You guys have a great night. This is the Right on Q show, part of the Green Legion Radio family and Fox Sports Radio family in Philadelphia. Brought to you by friends at MCS Residential and MCS Custom Cabinetry. Check out the new Flodo and contact them at mcsinc-pa.com, mcsinc-pa.com, or their number 484-202-3656, 484-202-3656, Premier Window Cleaning, we hate dirty windows.com, and the Ludlum Hotel in Sea Isle, Sidley. Sea Isle City. Sidley? Sidley, that was a Rob B moment there. Nice job. The Ludlam Hotel in Sea Isle, Sidley, City. Let's try this again. And action. The Ludlam Hotel in Sea Isle, City. Make sure you check them out at ludlamhotel.com. That's L-U-D-L-A-M.com. Guys, appreciate you. And I didn't have a song ready, but I will now. Just start singing a cappella. Oh, dear. No. Would you still want me? <laughs> Would you still be calling me? Uh, here we go. We're I going out the lights, camera, action. All right, you guys. Hey, Rob, Adam, appreciate you both being here, man. Get back alive for Betty. All right, yeah. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Okay, now I'm in the spot where I wanna be. Money spent, niggas getting bent, chicks in front of me. Just the way I like it. Money's turning something. I got a seat up in the cut and I'm burning something. Foodies dance around a nigga and I'm killing ones. Off the top of the stairs and I'm feeling buns. Put some dolo at the table. I'm fucking with this chick with the fat fatty and the ring up in the navel. Dances around, she struts with the fuck walk. Touches the toes so she can make her butt talk. Do what you gotta do. I ain't mad at you, know a lot of famous women seen none as bad as you. You's a real bad girl, a nigga need that. Sipping on your henny, asking where the weed at. Let me put you on to something. You fucking with a big nigga, no fun. Yeah. Oh, so turn it around, let me see something. Fucking with me, the villain's gonna be something. Yeah. I'm talking lights, camera, action. Let me sing another song, and it's Texas. Turn it around, let me see something. Fucking with me, the villain's gonna be something. Yeah. I'm talking lights, camera, action. I love the way it's going down. She got the thongs on. She started bouncing more when she heard the thong songs. Them high heels got them calves looking right too. Shorty, come live with me for the night, bro. Shit, I'm only trying to holler. It's only right you holler back. So where you headed? Let me follow that. The word of my God plans for you. It's more than my tongue and my hands are do. 
the way you move to the music and make a nigga wanna take you up out of here. Go somewhere and lose it. And your physique is off the chain. It's gonna be hard getting you off the brain. I mean, you can get the job. All right, you guys. Appreciate you. We'll see you next week.